Hello and welcome back to another episode of Living Free with RP. I'm your host, the Tubiac Maniac, and today we have Mary Catherine LeMaster. She is president and co-founder of ICU, a Houston-based local, you know, support group for uh, the nonprofit for visually impaired people, the blind community, and their families. So, here is Mary's journey. I just want to thank you for taking your time out to be on the show and uh, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So introduce yourself to our listeners and, you know, a little bit about your family and just a little bit about you. All right. So I am Mary Catherine Lamaster. I live in Houston, Texas, and I have um, retinitis pigmentosa. I also am a mom and a wife. I have one kiddo. He's our one hit wonder. He's 12. His name is Hank. And I was diagnosed with RP when I was 13. It runs in our family. So out of four cousins, there's three of us that have it. And we inherited it from our great, great aunt. And, um, when my younger cousin, the female cousin, she was diagnosed at eight. Um, we were at our family's ranch and, you know, it was late at night. We're all running around outside like we normally do. And she had run into just one of the trees. She had just, she didn't see it. And so, so the family had her tested and then we all got tested. And so I was that we were, she and I were diagnosed at the same time. And my older cousin, the, my male cousin, he wasn't diagnosed until he was in his 20s. So I tell the story because I think it's kind of fascinating how different RP shows up even in a family, you know, because we all have it, but it's very different in the ways that it's shown up for each three, all three of us. Um, and I mean, life really was normal. My growing up, you know, I never drove at night, but it's just like one of those things. It's just part of your life. You just, you figure it out and you, you make, you make things work, not out of, um, not out of ignoring it, but just, this is what we have. How can we make this work for us? And it really wasn't until about a year and a half ago, like right a month before COVID, the, the shutdown happened, um, I lost a large portion of my peripheral vision 
out of nowhere. It was in January. And I thought, oh, this is, this is strange. Cause I woke up and I couldn't see part of the room. And I just thought, well, maybe it was just the way I slept. Maybe, you know, I wasn't sure what it was. And, um, that just didn't get better. didn't get better. And then I went to the doctor and they weren't able to do a very, very good visual, visual field. We all know how wonderful the visual fields are. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who, no one likes them. They're all, they're so bad, but it's nice that they have decreased in the time frame. I mean, when I was 13, each eye was like 20 minutes and now they're down to what? three minutes, I think. I don't know. But um, I, I went, so they weren't able to get <clears throat> a great reading because I ha also had cataracts and I didn't realize I had, I had them so bad. The cataracts had gotten really, really bad. And I had secondary cataracts. I also was diagnosed with glaucoma because why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> why not? And, yeah, I mean, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to figure it out, see where we go with things. And <clears throat> so then I went to a cataract surgeon, had bilateral cataract surgery, and that went really well. But it was tough. It was, that was a really tough, um, it was a, that was a tough moment. You know, it's interesting. The doctors will always say it's no big deal. You know, it's a day surgery in and out. Yes, that's very true, but it's also a surgery. It's also time that we need to take care of ourselves a little bit longer, like give ourselves extra time because there are three different, you know, there's three um, eye drops that you have to do multiple times a day. And I think that in the medical world, they downplay, they either downplay things or it's super dramatic, right? And there's right. really never in between. And I'm from the wellness world. I um, am a, I'm a, a meditation and yoga teacher and a life coach. And um, so I'm coming from the place of how can we take care of ourselves the very best? So if I am going to have surgery, what does it look like to really take care of myself? And I just say that. So if there's anybody that's going to have cataract surgery, it was the best decision I, I made. I'm so happy that I did it. Um, but to, to make sure that you ask yourself, like, what do I really need in this time of healing? So um, after I was, so in between, so when I woke up from, um, my first surgery, I had my, uh, my, my left eye, it was my left eye that they had done. And that was, that was my, I thought that was my bad eye. So it was covered. And then I woke up and the nurse said, well, are you ready to go? And I opened my right eye that I thought was my good eye. <laughs> mm -hmm. I couldn't see anything. I was like, are you talking to me? And she goes, oh, honey. I said, yeah, I know. I've this is a new situation. Okay. So um, I said, I need to have the other eye done as quickly as possible. So I'm just saying all this because 
we don't really think about how our body, <laughs> how our body works in different ways because we compensate, especially people with RP. We, we have compensated forever. Mm-hmm. Compensated like, I'm fine. I've got, I can figure out the room. I can learn how to scan the room to make sure I don't trip on things. But when the site starts to narrow in, I've noticed this about my eyes, is they, they get tired more easily because they're working so, so hard. Um, but, after my, my second surgery, I was, you know, I remember being in the shower, reaching back for my shampoo and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I think this is my shampoo. I can't read it. So a lot of things shifted from my, from my vision, from the peripheral part, but also being able to see things close up. I wasn't able to do that very well before the cataract surgery and after. So I really had to retrain my eyes and work with them in many different ways. Um, and in the same time, all that was going on as I was healing my RP, just, I thought it was going to get better. And it really, it just didn't, it just didn't. It was the blurred, the blurredness was from the cataracts, but also from the glaucoma and also from RP. So I just have, you know, decided it was not safe for me to drive anymore. And that's been a really big, big decision, the right decision. And I think I've heard you guys talk about when you decided it's not safe for you to drive. Yeah, you could probably drive down the street, sure. But but you'll be worried the entire time. You're not sure that everybody will be safe. So it's the safest decision for me. to no longer drive, but as you know, as a parent, it's been hard not being able to like take my kid out of school, you know, pick him up from school, go to school a little early or to pick, you know, pick up a little early, just to spy and see who he's hanging out with, see what's going on, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But figuring it out along the way and I am now a white user. I'm very new to this part of, of um, the process, um, but I'm, I'm getting it down. And you know, what's so funny as it's another one of those things that you, you say, you know, like, I'll never use this. There's no way I will use that ever, no matter how bad my eyes are gonna get. I'm not gonna use a cane. I don't want to use a cane. I'm not going to use that. No, I'll figure another way out. But back to my point earlier, I spoke about my eyes getting so tired of scanning. So I started using the cane and I said to my husband, I was like, damn it, there's something to this cane. (laughs) There's really something to this cane. It's been such a big help. It's been such a big help. Um, so life is really different these days, but, uh, you know, I've also on this journey, I've met so many amazing people that are resilient and smart and funny and all the things we growing up, we didn't learn about, you know, people who are blind. It was always 
they were over there, we were over here kind of situation, you know, and I'm so happy to be in this community and break a lot of these barriers and stereotypes. Um, so here in Houston, um, I have, I'm co-founded and I'm president of a nonprofit that we, my friend of mine and I started last year. It's called ICHU, it's E-Y-E-C-H-O-U, short for Houston. And cool. Cool. it's a support group for us to like, just find our community, learn from one another, but most importantly, have fun, get together and laugh because some of, I mean, some of our experiences are so funny as hell. <laughs> Nobody else will get it. <laughs> Nobody else will understand no, how right. ridiculous some of the experiences are, you know? So that's been, that's been good. And I'm, I'm interested in leaving places better than I have found them along my journey. And nice. yeah, so I can talk for hours. So there <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of information right there. It's a that's lot. good though. No, yeah. you have, you sound like you got a, you know, that's your journey's going along as you know, it's pretty much as we all do, you know, figuring things out and, uh, you know, figuring out what's best for you and what's, you know, uh, I think we all rattle around the idea of whether or not we should remove our cataracts or leave them alone or, you know, yeah. so, cause I know, I know I've been doing that for a long time and uh, I still have mine, but they don't really bother me. But then again, I don't know. So I, don't, I don't know if my brain has just done so well of compensating that, you know, it would, it would be better to have them removed, but then I don't want to lose that acuity. And, you know, so, I know. you know, so it was a doubt, but. It's a really, it's a big decision. It's not, that's why I say when the doctors go, oh, it's no big deal. It's just in and out. He's like, it's actually, it is a big deal. Yeah, are, so yeah, 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 it's different for us. Yeah. yeah, like there are a couple of factors at play here. What's it going to do to my acuity? What's it going to do to all, you know, my, my, even my peripheral? Will it have an effect? Hey, I mean, I don't, I don't wear glasses. I mean, I wear glasses for distance. That's uh, it. I mean, I've had glasses for distance for 10 years, but that, that's like when I'm playing video games or, you know, watching movies and things like that. If I want my vision to just be all clear. But in terms of like reading a phone and, and all that stuff, I don't need, I don't need glasses, but if I get cataracts removed, yeah, maybe it, you know, helps out with like, maybe I get a little, you know, more vision back, but now I lose that acuity. So now I got to wear glasses all the time. So it's trade off. Oh my God. You're so right. Because I mean, I'm glad that I got it because it definitely took the, the blurred vision. It really, it cleared my vision a lot. Um, but then, you know, I, I had secondary cataracts, so I had to go into the office and have another procedure done. But again, that it definitely helped the, the blurred portion. So it's, I got clear vision, but I now have to wear my glasses all the time. And I was always the person at the table with my friends who everyone else was pulling out their readers, <laughs> I took my glasses off to read. And now I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. It's like, now we're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, going back to when you got diagnosed. Yeah. Uh, going back to when you got diagnosed, um, how did you feel at uh, age 13? I don't think I, a couple of things. I don't really think I understood. I mean, I was really nervous. Well, I think a couple of things. The, um, 
the testing for the diagnosis is so intense. It's intense when they put the hard um, contacts on your eyes and then the lights and all. it was, and it maybe all that's changed now. I don't actually know. Um, but that in itself was really intense. And that was, it was scary. I don't think I put it all into perspective of really what was going to happen. You know, I, along with a lot of RP patients, I had the doctors that, you know, 13, they're like, well, nothing we can do. You're going to go blind by your thirties. That's just part of it. You might as well go learn Braille now. <laughs> you know, <you're> <laughs> That's yeah, pretty much the answer. Yeah. We always get Yeah. And you just go, um, I just feel like there's a lot of other things that can happen prior to that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and my mom and dad were so nervous and so upset. And, um, I just remember coming home and thinking like, holy shit, is this really going to happen? I don't know. I have no idea. And I would, that first week, I remember laying in bed and thinking, I mean, if I go blind, how am I going to know how to get from my bed to the bathroom in, in the middle of the night? I mean, how am I going to know how will I fit? How will I do this? And so for a solid week, I would rearrange before I went to bed, I would rearrange the, my furniture in my bedroom so that I could figure out, cause I would say to myself, okay, if you can figure this out, if you can figure out how to get from the bed to the bathroom, then you can figure this out. And for the first couple of nights I would wake up and I would use my hands to kind of like reach out to see what was in front of me. And I, luckily I didn't hit really anything hard, like, like I do now, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was kind of fascinating because, so I made it my way, I made my way, I did okay. And then I got to the point where I didn't even need my hands anymore, that I could start to listen and hear, cause I know it's through physics. You're, I mean, everything has a vibration. So the dresser drawer will sound different has a different sound it takes up different sound in a room than a desk does or a table or a chair so then I got to the place where I could just start to hear things and I would move around them and then it's also part of the sixth sense that we all as people with RP there we're losing one sense our you know that sixth sense also really kicks in our hearing kicks it kicks in and our smell and other things, but I was determined that I was gonna be able to make it through all that. And I did, and then I just started, that kind of kicked in my intuition also. And that has been huge part of me and part of my life. And at, from doing what I do in my career, you know, and being able to be very intuitive with my clients, and kind of stepping back a little bit, the only introduction that I had to someone who was blind was my great aunt. And I, they think that she went, and when they say fully blind, I don't know what percentage that means as I'm learning. It does, you know, there's only like, a, what is it? 11% of the blind population is completely blind. 
I'm sure she still saw shadows and shapes and things. They don't know, but I think that was in her late fifties. So when I would go over to her house, she was probably in her late, I guess, right around that time. But even before that, when I would go to her house and I, everyone would say, you know, she's blind and you would go to her house, Mike, and she would open the door, beautifully dressed, beautiful jewelry. Her hair was gorgeous. She lived by herself. She cooked for herself. She would always have these like beautiful snacks and tea waiting for you. And so I was kind of just in awe of watching her, but I never put it, correlated it to my life. I think I really just pushed a lot of this away for so long. Like it's never really going to happen. You know, nighttime was always tricky. I mean, I, it's always been, it's always been tricky, always. And, but now that I'm, now that I'm using the cane, I mean, it's given me so much freedom and confidence because forever, and I don't know if it's been like this with you, but forever when I would go out with my friends at night, you know, everyone would be like, okay, who's got MK? And just so that I would have help getting to the bathroom or we're at whatever we were doing. Um, right. the bar, whatever it may be. And now that I have the cane, it's, I told my girlfriends, I was like, you guys, you have no idea. I mean, now I, I got it. I got it. Yeah. There's going to be places where I absolutely do not have it, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to take the cane out. I'm not going to lie about that shit. I don't want to take that thing no. out. Oh no. <laughs> But I also am really happy I have it. And I've named her. I have, I mean, <laughs> I've made it. I listen, I mean, this is a personal thing. So I mean, it's going to be with me a lot. So I might as well make it as personal as possible. <laughs> I don't, I just yeah. Think I mean. so her, her name is Sugar, <laughs> you know, Sugar King. So we got it. Sugar and I are out and about. <laughs> I, I usually, uh, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I avoid that. Yeah. If I have, if I'm still out with friends, I'll be like, no, like you guys are my canes tonight. <laughs> I know I did. T- I thought about that last night because I didn't take it with me. My husband and my son went out. We went to go get an outfit for my son for homecoming, and oh. I, I was just like, oh, I don't want to bring it. And I thought, no, bring it. And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't want to bring it. Are you guys cool if I don't bring it? Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, right. Well, if I mean shit, I should have brought the cane because I, <laughs> I ran into a display and knocked the hell out of my knee. And <laughs> oh, geez. And it, your oh, yeah, your guides failed you. I know. I know. Your, 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 your human canes. I know. That was my fault. It was my fault because I was like, I got it. I'm going over here. Let me ask. Let me ask if they have this certain size. And I just knocked my knee out and I just, I just sat on the display. <laughs> I think sometimes we, um, the best reason we're to bring a cane sometimes it's just so that someone knows like, okay, oh, that person is visually impaired, like her, or they have an issue. Cause if, you know, you knocking into something without the cane, they go, wow, what's wrong with her? You know? Exactly. <laughs> she, exactly. It's more she drunk or something. What's going on? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so it's like, 
just I, I think most of the time I bring it. It's really just it gives me a sense of um, security, like you know, a sense of just like okay, I have this. So someone else sees me, even if I'm just holding it in my hand. Yeah. And I look disoriented. It's like they they can put two and two together. Yeah, that's you know what that's such a good point is the disoriented look that we don't really know that we're that yeah we, we don't realize we're doing it but we're we doing it we're trying to scan the room <laughs> we're just trying to like, figure out where things are yeah so um, i did that i mean i did that yesterday i did that yesterday or yeah day before yesterday uh uh after a teaching spin class uh my ride brought me to i was picking up some beer and uh i know the package store really well so i can go in there without a cane so i was like go in there do my thing but it's dark out now. So when I leave, oh. somebody else had parked in front of her and it's dark. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I'm looking, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm staying in the middle of the parking lot and I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not her car. I think her car is the one <laughs> next to it. So I'm sitting there waiting to see if this like other vehicle is going to move or not. I'm like, cause I'm like, I know that I'm pretty sure this is not her car. Cause this looks like a truck or something. Like it just had like a similar shape to it. I'm just like, and then the guy moved. I was right though. So plus I didn't want to go walking in front of him to get to where she was because i didn't know if he was gonna move and then, you know hit me or something so i was i was like so here i am like i probably look weird because i'm sitting here not moving scanning around you know making you know <laughs> you guys are like what's this dude doing is he is he drunk what's up with you know? that guy yeah so finally i moved and i was like i was right i just you know i just didn't feel comfortable you know moving you know uh, yeah, we all, we have like I said, but if I was holding a cane, maybe it would have been like, yeah, it would have probably yeah. been a little different scenario. Plus, I don't want to get into like some stranger's car because I've heard many stories of people doing that. I, you know what? Um, what's that? The show? There's a show. Um, it's not called C. It's like In the Dark. In the Dark. Have you seen that? Uh, I watched like, like I think the first couple episodes. Well. I watched the whole thing because I was just like, how I, I gotta I gotta see what's happening. It's a whole mess. It's a whole <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's a she's, she knows the character, she's, she's a mess. Yeah. Oh my god, she's and it's not a show for kids either. It is not <laughs> good, 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 good catch there. Um, it is definitely not, but seeing <laughs> where she does get in, I think the wrong Uber or something. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Imagine that, yeah. Uh -huh no no that's like i've heard plain stores be like other you know someone had the same car or something you know and, and you know so it uh, wasn't even that they didn't realize it's just a moment and just imagine just sitting in a car uh, and the person's in there like um can i help you <laughs> uh, now you know um, what that has happened to me one time i did go up to it was a big it was a white truck and i did walk up to it <laughs> and right as i was walking up to it You're my like, uber no. yeah drove oh. next to me and i was like Oh, thank God. Okay. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I was just picking at your truck. It's all good. Yes. Oh, well, this is a really nice ride. Oh, cool. Right. That's awesome. That's, that's probably what I would do. Like, oh, we're just checking this out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a car guy. So, yeah. Yes. Nice. Oh, man. You'll appreciate this story. So, when we might, we moved to this neighborhood about almost three years ago. And um, I stopped driving a year and a half ago. No, it's been a year. It's been a year now. And um, so my absolute favorite of all time bucket list cars is a 73 Bronco. <laughs> nice. 
And there is a guy down the street that not has one, but has two. Nah. And it's some kind of trickery when I when he drives down the street, because I'm like, oh, this is just <laughs> rude point. This is just rude. Because <laughs> I can hear him coming. And he's got a candy apple red, and he also has a black one. And the black one has got a soft top. And I'm just, it's just, it's, it's, it's rude. It's really, it's really I know. When you, when you, and plus, when you fight. first recently, when you're, when you first stopped driving that first year, it's always the like, it's, it's harsh because you're like, well, I was just driving. So technically, I mean, I could still drive. Yeah, you know, like it's still like it's not that far away. So when you see like you know, I mean, I've had moments during the uh, when I stopped driving where I would periodically go take my car and go get gas or something like, but just like that one day like yeah. or something, you know. And it was like the only time I drove, I think, within that first year after of uh, stopping driving. But you get the you know you get that itch, and you're like, well, I could, I mean, I could probably technically make it down here and just. I go, the car doesn't need gas. And my wife's at work and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just do that. <laughs> and so it's like, but then those moments come, you know, wider apart, wider apart, you know, like, I mean, I still periodically, you know, have to do something. And like, I'll, I'll usually now it's like, if I don't trust, if I'm driving my, you know, the, my Mustang that I'm working on, if I don't trust somebody driving it, I might be like, Hey, can you get in the car real quick? Be my extra eyes. I'm just going to go around the block. I just need to see something. And then, you know, I've done that once, you know, but it's all, you know, you're trying to do it much more safer. <laughs> like I wouldn't go and just hop in my yeah. car and go drive anymore. You know, I'm, I, one time I had to bring my, uh, this other car I was working on and I brought it to the garage, but I, w I didn't have somebody else to pick it up for me. So my friend had to like go, we, me and my friend went down to go pick it up. My son went with him in the car. And he actually, basically, I, he guided me back home, essentially. Like, I knew how to oh, drive. I still, awesome. yeah, I, just, I was like, I'll just follow you. Yeah. When you pull out, remember I'm behind you. And we'll just go back. Yeah. Like, the, guy, the, the garage was like, like less than a mile from uh, my house. Yeah, and I knew sure. all the roads and I know the lights and I know all that stuff. So it's like, but those are those little moments, but that's all I, but that's it. But, but when you quit driving though, yeah. When man, you're within that first year, you're really like tempted, for man. Me. Like, you don't realize how much you, you miss it. it it's it's you so don't. much work it's so much work like i remember i kind of try to remind myself how much work it was when i was driving oh man you know? like oh. it was work it's like it, it stressed me it out so much work. to know like it's what where i had to go and crossing intersections making sure i wasn't gonna hit them and you know yep. anybody and stuff else that's, like, oh. it became, absolutely it became so stressful it's just not worth it it's just not worth it at all but now that, but now you that you're know, not driving you're like oh man you're like oh i can go just do this like because it's like you realize how much more how much you did rely on it you know yes yes it gets it's tricky though when you're making dinner and you're like oh i forgot the line i just need to run up to the store to get a line yeah right well, just something so simple as like needing oh, just something just you know? simple just something so easy. Amazon's I, my life I, now. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know people are like, oh, boo, Amazon and all that stuff. I go, you know, that's I, that makes sense to people who, you know, have the ability to hop in a car and shop locally. But when you're when you're in our situation and it's it's yeah, Amazon is is definitely a, a huge hope. 
I, when I was a driver, I was that person. I was like, I'm not going to do Amazon. And now I go, oh, thank God for Amazon. I'm so, you know, for these certain things and um, our grocery store delivers here, that's really nice. So that has been a huge help. The other thing that's helped me is, um, so my family, we, I talked about our ranch and, and um, I am, I do drive out there. I drive our ATVs. And so that is where I get my, my driving um, time. And sometimes I'll drive at night. My husband will tell me like, okay, you're not, <laughs> you've gotten off the road now. You need to get back <laughs> on, the road, on the road. So, but that, it, that has helped me so, so, so much. If I didn't have that, I would probably see if, I could rent out a go-kart place or something. Oh, there you go. I've just done have that. a private party mm-hmm. at night and then see, do it that way. Cause there's something about how, just being in the driver's seat, you know? Oh, absolutely. There's just, there really is. So finding other ways that I can have that kind of control and movement forward. I enjoy just um, moving cars. Like, like I got to move our Dodge or whatever in the driveway. It's like, I'll, I'll still do that. And plus it's got the reverse camera. So it even makes it even better. It makes it so much easier. So like ever just back in my Mustang out and in another garage, like that's just, that scratches the itch. Yeah. Yeah. Having that sense of just, you know. Yeah. I I sold my car and the first time, so it was a, um, it was a a Toyota Highlander. And I remember it was about a month after I stopped driving and my Uber was my car. It was the uber was a toyota highlander and i was like oh my god (laughs) it was white it was all it was all it was the same thing not the same interior color but i just remember going well that 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 stings that doesn't feel good right but then when we get into traffic and the driver's stressful or stressed out i go oh okay this this is great i just get to sit in the back and just chill out this is fantastic oh no there's no work there's no uh, figuring out, yeah. you know, where am I going to be? What time is it going to be when I when I'm there? Yeah. What's the weather going to be yeah. like? Is it going to rain later? Because it's worse to, for me to drive in rain. So okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I remember towards the end, I was and- like, I was just like, hey, can somebody else just pick me up? Because I really don't feel like driving. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know what? The other cool thing is that we no longer have to stress about daylight savings. Oh yeah, right. So oh, that's right. I remember that at work. It was like that because I remember oh, here my shift was like it. You know, it was yeah. fine during you know when it was lighter out, but uh, when it would be yeah, the other savings time, and you know, all of a sudden it's like I'm leaving work and it's dark out. And I'm like, this is fun. Oh, this would be fun driving home. And that was like that was like yeah. every day. You know, you're like, oh, okay, well, hopefully it's you know everything's good. I should be all right. You know, and that's uh, so that, that's life every day. You know, yeah, it's like yep. So those are the things I try to remind myself that, you know, even when I want to go, I can still drive. I can still drive. And it's like, I remind myself how stressed I was. Yeah. yeah. Having to worry that any second oh, somebody could walk God. across the car and I'm not even going to notice until they're right in front of the car. Awful. It's so, so where's your vision uh, so currently? Though? How is it? Like where, yeah, where, like, where exactly is your vision currently? So I think I have 11% 
in my left eye and I'm not sure about my right. It's not too far off of that. Um, but centrally, I'm, I'm great. I mean, I, I have astigmatism and wear glasses, but I'm, I'm great. I'm good. I'm learning, good. you know, um, I say I'm great. <laughs> um, some days I'm not great. I'm really not great, but I can, I have so much vision left. You know, it's just that trickery of RP. We can see, but we can't see. That's right. Yeah. You know? I don't, yeah. You wake up. Well, cause it doesn't help that when you wake up, sometimes you see really, really well. And then there's other days you wake up and you're like, like man, I, I'm, I'm struggling today. Like, cause I think, you know, the RP shifts, like things shift in your eyes. So like, sometimes you just have a really, I call it good RP days and then you have bad RP days. Yeah, so, that's right. That's you exactly know, the bad RP right. days are the days you're walking into everything and the, uh, the good RP day, RP days yep. are like, you're seeing things, you're, you're catching things, regular sighted people aren't even catching. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, I caught that. The blind guy noticed that and you didn't notice. <laughs> I was like one time I'm, pit, I'm picking my son up from school, which was like, what you know, thinking about what you were saying, I was like, I, I like the fact that I, I can walk my son to school and still walk back. I mean, maybe I can't drive and I don't get to have that kind of uh, thing, but the fact that I still get to go and drop him off and I still can pick him up uh, by myself, that's awesome. But yeah, I was actually picking him up the other day or a couple of times, two times I've seen it. I actually saw a spider on the door of the school at a distance. Right. I was like watching, I'm looking at the door and I'm like, it looks like there's something moving like on the door. Like I just see this object just kind of crawl. I was like, oh, that must be like a, like a spider or something. I'm like, oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> so and you, oh you, my you, gosh. you normally would never appreciate those moments, but you, you, no. you know, but you, when you catch some, some minute detailed thing, like that little tiny thing and you, you can still see it and you're still seeing it move. And you're like, man, I think a probably a sighted person is not even noticing this right now. And here I'm, you know, I'm, I'm catching that. From at least like oh, you know four or five feet away, you know, it's like oh, okay. Those are the best moments. They oh, really yeah. are. It's like a ninja. You know, for me, so much of what I eat depends on my vision. So much of my vision really depends on what I eat and how I sleep and too much screen time and all that thing, all the stuff. Oh yeah, nutrition uh, definitely has to play a, I think, a part in all that. I mean, it's all yeah, you know, it's part you of your body. Biggest, you know? Yeah, you're exactly right. And one of the biggest things for me is um, I don't drink cold drinks. <laughs> it's a big one. Um, <clears throat> I've seen acupuncturists for years and part of Chinese medicine is, you know, you want to keep your internal organs at, a same, at the same temperature. So whenever you drink cold drinks or eat cold food, it constricts the blood. So then it constricts oxygen going to your eyes. So it constricts the vision. And I will always, I can always tell. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so that's, that's, a, that's a big one for me. One of my biggest things that I am pretty. I had a coworker um, like that. She was Asian and she would tell me, why don't, why don't you drink hot, 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 why don't you drink you know, this hot and this or that? I'm like, that's all she drank. I like, think it was always like, you know, hot More. stuff because they had you know they say it has healing properties but i don't know there's always people that you'll hear that it, you know it's water's water so i go back i go back i go sure. back and forth like i have i mean i'm as an athlete i think you need to have cold to cool your inner body temperature sometimes and oh that's yeah. What, and then, yeah 
yeah so in that moment sometimes yeah you want i would i want you know i want a cold beer sometimes and i want a cold you know like oh, yeah. you know, water glass of water but then yeah. sometimes i just drink usually room temperature like my water just sits in a water bottle and you know and I'm, I'm cool with that um but definitely no i definitely believe in having you know hot liquids because they hydrate you faster or at least i believe they hydrate you faster and and uh there's other you know uh benefits to it that i've read and stuff uh yeah and everybody's different that's the other thing oh absolutely what one work, I mean, what works for like one won't work for another you got it you got it that's why so many treatments are they're not a one size fits all no, I mean, I can, I can tell you right now, Hey, take vitamin A. I've been taking it since I was 18 and you know, yeah. that's probably a big reason why my vision is, is as good as it is at age 40. Mm-hmm. So, but that might not work for your RP. I don't know. You know? So yeah. Yeah. I can only go by what my experience and what doctors have seen in my eyes and, you know, and I can attribute taking vitamin A to that. And so it's, it, it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, RP is like fitness there's just yeah. so much different things out there and it's not that none of them work or they work or don't work they they all they all pretty much work just for different people yeah and depends on the body type depends on everything oh there's so much other so you know. yeah so many things. absolutely so i mean i mean granted there are and just like rp there are bad things out there because there's there is i believe i do believe that there are people out there looking to make money and cash in on you know, know. people because we're, we're, we're you know a lot of us are desperate i mean who doesn't want to get their eyesight back you of course know? so i think there are people there are awful people out there that you know will be like could tell you hey oh yeah this you know do this and they'll carry you you just gotta pay me this much money and you know da, 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 da. And, and of course a lot of people are going to do it because you know well hey you know, i want to yeah I'll, any opportunity to see you know i'll, I'll take so yeah. and i'm hoping you know like those and I'm hoping those, it works out for some of those people, but then sometimes it doesn't, you know, and you're like, and, and unfortunately you can only learn by uh, experience. I know there is, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. I agree with that. I do. We'll see. And who knows? I mean, really? Oh, I got to get to one of my favorite questions. Cause I, uh, what has your interaction been like with the dreaded wet floor sign? Oh, that stupid thing. <laughs> um, so i guess i guess the wet floor sign is still winning every that well, now that i have the cane i might move it out of my way <laughs> or knock it over so my son's like mom, mom you got to put it back you got to put it back <laughs> okay that's the worst one um, that's the worst thing to do see it's a, it's not that it's the, it's the knocking over is that it's okay but it's when you have to stand it back up and everyone's watching you trying to stand it back up and you know you're like and it's always, always somehow it always ends it. up tricky yeah yeah no i they drive me batty <laughs> isn't it funny though that once you learned about it like it's funny so is that yes yeah like now you, everyone's problem is that i say i love the fact that everyone like you know you think you're the only person that like it drove nuts like the, the wet floor sign and then you find out there's a whole community of people that we all hate the wet floor sign. Isn't that funny? Cause now it's, you thought it was just like an inside joke and now everybody, well, a certain few really get it and it's hysterical. Oh yeah. I mean, remember yeah. before joining Facebook, the Facebook groups, I mean, I hated those things for a long time and I, I didn't, I didn't really correlate <laughs> it with like RP. I just was like, Oh my God, I keep tripping these things. Da, 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 da. And then, 
And I just thought it was just like, this is my demon. This is my, my, my thing. And then all of a sudden you go on there and it's like, oh my God, guys, don't you just hate the wet floor signs? And it's like, oh my God, yeah, I do. <laughs> you hate them too? Oh yeah, we all do. It's like, all right. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like, you know, uh, an icon now of, you know, of, you know, RP. So it's, it's, it's so funny. Oh yeah. So. There's another one I, I have to know because it's always a fascinating question is uh, when you dream, do you dream that you're visually impaired or have you had dreams where you're visually impaired or are mostly, are you always sighted? So funny you ask that. I typically am sighted, but the other two nights ago, I had a dream that I wasn't. I had a dream that I was visually impaired and I, I needed help to get somewhere. Um, but then my cat jumped on me and I came out of my, <laughs> my dream. <laughs> but do you remember, um, was it a feeling or do you actually, did, your, did you still have the same kind of vision in your dream? Or was it more just like you felt like, like oh, I need someone to help me? It was a feeling. It was like a constricted feeling. I, I could feel it just like on the sides of my arms, kind of like narrowing in a little bit. Okay. Um, but then I, I, I moved to another area and it was as if my eyes opened up. It was weird. It was really weird. Cause I always, I thought the same thing the other day. I was like, do I have, do I have dreams where I'm like, what's my sight like? And I hadn't even thought about that really. Oh yeah. So like I'm going to, I'm going to notice it. What about you? Oh, I keep an eye on it. Yeah. Cause I said, uh, the reason why I asked that question is because I had started having dreams where other it's a feeling like it's like I'm not supposed to be doing this like I was driving one time and I was like my vision yeah. was fine in the dream right but it was like I'm not supposed to be doing this and then I had another one where actually I even think of my vision was like how it is in like right now where so I was like I was aware much more aware I was visually impaired um but then like I said I also have dreams where I'm regular fully sighted no issues at all um, I haven't had a dream where I'm using a cane yet, so that's that hasn't happened. And I haven't heard anybody yet have um like have their guide dog in a dream because I figure like sooner or later wouldn't your guide dog be in your dream? Like yeah, you know, he's always with you all the time, and you still see, so your brain's taking that image in. So I mean, like you you would think sooner or later. Then. But uh, yeah, no. So I always tell people keep an eye on your dreams because like even one guy was he wasn't really thinking about it. And then I asked him that question and he goes, wait a minute, you know, it's funny you asked that. Cause you know, since I stopped driving, I don't have, I don't really dream about driving anymore or something or like that. I'm like, I'm like, see, it's already starting. Like your, your dreams are shifting because of what that, is going on in your real world. I haven't even thought about this. Cause I love my dreams. Cause that's where my escape is. You know, that's where like, Hey, in my dream, I'm not, I'm not visually impaired in my dream. I'm not, I don't have RP in my dreams. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm whole again in my dreams. So now it's like that world is starting to get invaded. But it could also be a thought. I can, maybe I'm thinking so much about my RP on a daily basis that that's another reason why it shows yeah. my dreams so much. So I think uh -huh. as we get worse, as our vision's getting worse, it's like we think about it more. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, even in our, even just not, so even subconsciously, when you're on your day to day, you're probably thinking about RP sure. like a million times a day. 
just subconsciously because yeah. you're just looking at something and you're realizing it's you know obviously all right i hate you had an issue seeing something it's because you're rp so then it's in your it's always it's a constant feeling or i gotta go leave i gotta make sure i bring my cane like it's that that feeling is always there so your your brain must you know it, that's why i think it manifests like that in your dreams like if you're somebody yeah, yeah. who excessively worries about rp you probably have dreams like you know it probably plays out in your dreams like that that's what I would assume, but it's weird that we haven't had more of that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or like, like well, think about it. Well, if, if someone who's born blind doesn't have dreams, right? I mean, they dream in sound and things like that because they don't have any, their brain doesn't have any images to go. Yeah. So if you start losing your, you know, when you start losing your sight and you're losing those images and then your sound start, you know, the, the, like you said, your other senses start taking over and you notice other things. So wouldn't that start, you would think that should start playing out in your dreams like you know hearing better your you know your 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 senses are different that is fascinating i love that question i love that question because i was always like i'm waiting for somebody to you know to notice that like I... yeah or like like i said now you're gonna pay attention you didn't think about it but now you're gonna pay attention I, to it. Yeah, absolutely. yeah i'm gonna keep a, a dream journal i, I gotta figure up. this out i always say i'm gonna do that and i fail i'm like so, i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get to this you know, I'm gonna start, you know, logging these down or, I mean, every morning I'll always try to replay my dream. Like, cause I dream like every night. So I always, the next day I'll go, okay, what do I remember? And I'll just to work on my dream record, you know, you know, recall and stuff. But cause I want, I want to yeah, learn how to, yeah. I want to learn how to like, I figure if I can learn how to, um, you know, lucid dream, that'd be even cooler. Cause now it's like, I could control the dream and I can That's do whatever I want. I can go drive a car. I can go whatever, you know. So, uh, no, I know. that's I know. right, right there. That's, that's exactly. how we, our brains are that fascinating. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're not just, comp they're not just compensating for, you know, vision loss, which obviously we know they do. Um, and that's what makes it, describing our vision so difficult to people. <laughs> it's like, what do you see? Well, I don't, yeah, I can't really describe yeah. that to you. It's really, I, I can, I can roughly give you an idea and, you know, but it's not completely accurate. Right. Um, but now our dreams right. are, but now our brains are even taking all this information and then now playing it out in, in our dreams now. Yeah, I know that you've really got me thinking I'm going to, I'm going to tap into my dreams a little bit more and notice there you go. Cause it's funny. I really did notice the other night. I was like, God, that was weird. I haven't thought, I haven't, I don't think I've dreamed or dreamt of myself with our RP. Right. But I did the right. other night. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. and it's funny how it pops up sometimes like i said and it's interesting for you it's a, it's a, it was a feeling like you didn't you don't necessarily have it you know it's just it's just you know you're just like something is off i, I need help something's off definitely off so it's yep now you'll you'll pick up more and more but like i said yeah. the cane has that I want, i'm waiting for someone to be like oh yeah i had a dream you know and i was walking around with my cane you know like no one's really had that dream yet and i've had plenty of people on who you know who are cane users so it's like, when, like, why wouldn't you see the cane in your dream? Like, why, why, why is isn't that? that? I'm curious know. Is it because you don't want it in your dream? Is it like subconsciously you don't like use it? Or, you know, we don't, none of us really want to use it. Um, so but maybe is there some, the dogs would be. That too. Like, and that's not, I think one person said they had, but it was, he wasn't a guide dog in the dream, but he was in the dream. But like, 
but nobody's had one where like yeah you're walking with their guide dog or you know walking around with their cane yeah of course of course then you figure the amount of times you're using your cane and all this stuff and and sooner or later it would it would come come into play yeah i'm really curious of what the subconscious does Mm -hmm. during during the during a dream with that those experiences i'm really curious of how that works yeah. So keep an eye. You have to let me know if you have, if you have any. I am now. You got me now. Now, now I'm onto it. Okay. Yes. So I think I have a rough idea with this one. If you got your vision back, say like right now, what would you be doing? It's like the first thing oh. you're doing besides going to offer to buy the '73 Bronco. I was like, I would walk right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I told I told my husband I said, I mean, I know it. I'm buying my son for his car. <laughs> right? You gotta go, you gotta live vicariously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I might be that parent. I might just be. Oh, I did that with my wife when we speak, when we picked out our car this year. That's what I did. I was like, because last time I didn't have any say in what we picked out. I was like, well, guess what? I was like, I'm picking out the vehicle. Like you could give me like what you want. Like, you know, she wanted an all-wheel drive and she wanted an SUV. I said, okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna get a manly SUV. <laughs> Because yeah, exactly. I, I, I need to live vicariously for you guys. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So you're getting the Bronco. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So you're going I'm down getting and- the Bronco. Just and playing my music as loud as I want to. I'm driving, I'm driving down to the ranch. Just, there you go. That's exactly what I yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Just I believe in I don't know about you, I, I I actually started doing a vision board like just after like um uh, when I just started on disability and I was like so I had a vision board and on my vision board was a Dodge Demon because I said if I ever get my vision back I'm going to a Dodge dealer and that's I don't care somehow yes. I'm making this happen and I'm going to get myself a Dodge Challenger Demon <laughs> yes 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 so, I think I, I think it's important to keep yeah. those things so somewhere on there you should have a picture of a 73 Bronco yeah. I am. It's funny because I just did my vision board. I started my last night. So it's funny you say that. There you go. Yeah. See, so it's got to be on there. That Bronco's got to be there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so this way you can, it's like a, it's, it's almost like an RP vision board sometimes. Weirdly to say that, but an RP vision board. Uh, so you can uh, actually, things, <laughs> things, things that you hope to experience, you know, if you ever got your vision back. You should have like a separate board where it's like, this is my goal, you know. I, yeah, I don't think because, there's anything I mean, wrong with believing the fact, believing in that one day you could, you know, get your vision back. I don't either. And what we're really chasing is the feeling. It's not necessarily the thing, right. but the way it feels to drive these things. It's the way, it's the freedom. So we're chasing the feeling. Yeah, but, and I don't like people are like, oh, well, you don't know, there's probably going to never be a kid or why, you know, why would you want to like set yourself? Like, I don't believe it's like setting myself up for anything. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm hopeful. You know, I, I believe sure. there'll be some, if there's not a cure, from what I understand, there'll be treat, there'll be um, therapies. So like you go, you know, you get therapy when yeah. you, you get injured, you go to, you know, get therapy and right. you get back on the road. It's going to be something like that. Maybe every, every year you got to go to the doctor, you, you do the therapy, it's whatever sessions, and then it restores or it keeps your vision where it is, or it brings it, it gets a little bit more back every time you go to this therapy. And yeah. then, and then after yeah. a while, you get to the point where you know you have a little bit, you have a little bit more, a little bit more, and yeah, okay, now you're driving again, or, you know. Maybe not a cure, but at least it gets. You know, I would take 
just enough vision back to drive. Like, give me, get me, give me some perif, you know, back so I could just yeah. drive comfortably. And oh, give me some night vision. I'll take a little bit of that too. <laughs> yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle a little bit of that in there. Yeah, sprinkle that in there. Give me a little bit of night vision. Let's mix this up. A little night vision, a little peripheral, and I'm happy. Okay. I'll take a little bit of this. Just, just in the fist bump zone, the handshake zone. Just give me enough <laughs> so that when I look at somebody and they go, hey, Mike, nice to oh meet my you. God, and <laughs> I don't have to look down. I can just be like, hey, Bob, how you doing? You know, so like, you know, that's- and Oh my nice God. Or when you put, when you get, you get to a party, you're like, okay, I'm gonna stick my hand out first. Okay, great. That's what you gotta do. do. It's like, yeah. shit, drink. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, yeah. Oh yeah. Because then you get to see- Remember, with RP, the faster you do things, the more likely is you're going to knock something over or hit something. So when your brain thinks oh, yeah. faster, like, oh, I should do this. Like, it's like you're more than likely going to hit something. <laughs> you're going to do something. And it's not going to be good. So it's like, no, you got to, you know, you know, let it, let the situation come to you. And then, yeah, not, you know, no. like, don't get too quick, you know. Wait till that person's almost yeah. in front of you and then extend your hand. Not get so, hey, you know, like, you know, because, yeah, you're, all of a sudden you're knocking <laughs> into something and, it's not good it's like when i was like uh i remember i was doing um the spartan decafit event earlier in uh september and this guy who was also doing the event was my also kind of my guide he was just helped me there was like stations and things you have to go to to do like these certain um exercises and stuff like that during the event wow. but in between you have to run around to you have to do 250 meters so of course you do essentially i so i didn't tether i was just like i had him i said listen you lead i'll, I'll run right behind you you know when you turn i'm i'm turning so i just oh literally focused on him we ran and in like we had to make up we were we were making up some laps and he's like hey well, we're doing one more lap you want to sprint this one out and i was like i'm like thinking to myself now me in in my brain is like yeah you know <laughs> but your but your <laughs> rp is like no you know, cause I knew yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I was using my hands as cane. So anytime I was going to go outside the lane, right. like anytime I was outside of the lane from where he was in front of me, like if I'm every time I had to take a left, you know, or, or maneuver around somebody, I put my hand out left or right. So that if anything, I'll knock somebody with my hand and like, okay, that's a lot better than you sure. know, slamming into them. So at least that gives me kind of a buffer, like, okay, Oh, someone's there. So then I'm like, yeah, when he said that, I'm like, if I speed it up any more than I'm doing right now, I'm doubling more than doubling the possibility of running into somebody or <laughs> tripping on the timing mat because every every lap there was like that bump that raised area where the timing thing was so i'm like i'm either gonna forget that that's there and i'm gonna trip on that and fall or i'm knocking into somebody because i'm gonna increase my speed too much i go right now it's comfortable i'm making good decisions let's let's not gamble anymore so yeah, so I think <laughs> yeah. RP is all like that. It's like the moment, like, or if you're, you know, like, it's like when I'm leaving the house and maybe I forgot, like, all of a sudden I forgot to pick my son up or something. I'm like, you know, mad dashing, getting my cane, getting everything. And it's like, you know, of course you run into things. You start running into door frames because you're starting, because you're, oh. you're, you know, you're going so fast and your brain's like, I can't keep up with the vision that you have. <laughs> I'm not getting enough it's feedback right. from your eyes right now quick enough to know what, what you're doing so good luck you're on your own <laughs> so yep oh rp is God. not good so when you true. speed up you know because that's when it's you start making not. bad decisions so i have to remind it's myself really that all not. the time because especially if you're an athlete or you know anything like you know because 
your brain still yeah. thinks, you know, and just like you, we, we, just like everybody, our brain still thinks like we normally did before division loss. Like where, you know, that doesn't change. I you know I'm still an athlete. I'm still this guy that wants to go do this, this, and this, but my brains, but my eyes are like, eh, I'm sorry. I can only do this. <laughs> and brain's like, I'm only getting this much signal, man. I'll compensate for what I can, but that's going to cause some problems. I, I, <laughs> You're going to hit things. I don't know. That was what I, I, I was guessing. I just guessed what was in between there and there. I thought it was clear. <laughs> right. I swear. You know, that's pretty much how it is. It's like point A is like, here's your vision. You have point, you have vision at point A, you got vision at point C, but you don't have any vision in B. And then your brain's like, you know, C and A. And um, you know, I, I bet you there's nothing in between there. I bet you it's, it's clear. We're just going to put this there, there go, you, go. For it. you know yeah, yeah yeah that works oh sorry you walked into something oh oh i was wrong 50 <laughs> 50 shot you know 50 50 shot I, I i thought i had you back on that one yeah it's like nope so i'm that's... curious what happens with um hearing impairment and moving faster i'm just oh curious. like that same idea right because because you're yeah yeah because you think about it when you move faster you're like you would say you're creating more vibrations Right. So you're causing more sounds and now right. all the sounds are coming at you much faster. So now your brain has to kind of go and sift through all that. It's, so it would be the same, it'd be the same feeling. You'd yeah. probably have the same issue because you'd have, you'd have your, your brain would have to quickly figure out all these different sounds, which, what is what? And, and then before you know it, yeah, you're running into a wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I had someone on with um, ushers. And that is, oh yeah, good. That blows my mind, you know, because it blows my mind. Just think about it. Okay, you're all, you know, we're going blind. And like I tell a lot of my people, hey, I'm just going blind. I mean, I'm not, you know, everyone thinks I'm like, you know, they all will tell you like you're amazing and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I'm just going blind. I'm just figuring out, you know, I still got my sight. I can walk, you know, I'm not, I didn't lose any appendages, you know, I don't have cancer, you know, like I'm like, yeah, I'm just going blind. So to think, man, I'm losing both those, like, you know, oh, that's good. That would be so harsh. Granted, at least with the ears, you know, they have like implants and things. I think you know, there's a there's a cure or at least something for that. There's something they they could, you know, do to help that. I don't know to what extent it actually helps, but I do right. think that it know. definitely is. It, it is. It's like the cane, right? It's helpful, but then right. they go through all. Anyway, we don't want to use the cane they don't want to use a hearing aid oh no they and they do have to use a hearing aid and a cane no that's just no i can't imagine not having one or the other i mean that's why it's funny when people always ask you would you rather be blind or deaf it's like i'm <laughs> well seeing as i'm already dealing with it <laughs> i'm gonna take going blind yeah 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 it's like I, I couldn't imagine not being able to hear for some reason that seems worse to me because Think about like, I'm thinking about like, okay, when I've had headphones on and I'm on a treadmill and now I have no peripheral vision and my wife sneaks up to, to ask me something and scares the oh, crap out yeah. of me and almost yeah. falls the treadmill. I'm thinking about those <laughs> moments going, imagine if like pretty much I have headphones on all the time. That's what did me. It would be like yeah. having noise canceling headphones on, but I don't hear anything. And all of a sudden now someone's sneaking up behind me and I'm like, oh, you know, like, like mm -hmm. I'd be punching people. I'd be, <laughs> that'd just become the reaction. You would, like, but just, you know what? People say the same thing about us. 
I know, but they would say, like people say, I can't imagine going blind. That must be awful. And you're like, it's not my favorite, but yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not you know excited I mean? about it, but <laughs> I'm not throwing yeah, a party or anything. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm curious when people who have ushers, what like their other senses that have gotten really acute. Like she smell, was cool. Like she was. Uh, it was. Tight. It was difficult because her boyfriend was. Uh, that was what he was actually. He was the one basically telling her like what I was saying. Like she could oh. like, you know, yeah, it was like, she could see, I mean, she can hear me, but it was like, it was like, not as that good. So he gotcha. would basically just repeat to her what I was saying gotcha. louder. But, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. that was, okay. that was tricky. Okay. I mean, even for me, that was, a, that was an obstacle. Just doing the podcast itself was an obstacle, you know, I got another guy, uh, I think right now he wants to, he wants to be on, but I think he has a language barrier. <laughs> He he can oh. he can type English to me, and we were contacting each other. But he's like, he, I don't think his English is good, like talking. And he's, I'm sure. like, so I was like, I was like, uh, sure. I'm trying to think, like, I'm like, well, can you get a translator? Can you get somebody who could, you know? Oh yeah, that's yeah, you know, that's translate a great for you. Idea. Yeah, he's like, and he's got, I guess, getting yeah. back to me. So it's like, but yeah, those, you know, well, I mean, RP, I think you learn that, like, okay, here I can't do this, but how can I do this? So you ask yourself, how can I do that? And then you think about the ways to do it. And it's just about finding a different way to do it, you know? So That's it. the podcast is the same thing. That's it's it. like, okay, well, we want to do this. You and I want to talk. How can I, do... now that's the issue we're having. How can we, you know, resolve that? We know you can't talk this way, but how can, yeah. How can we do this another way? I'm so glad you're doing that. Podcast. I've listened to so many episodes, and yours was my first one that I listened to. That I just well, it's I good. Automatically because, yeah, I tell people like listen to mine first. This way, you like, like have an idea who I am. Yeah, I mean, I listened. To, I guess that was your podcast is one of the first ones, right at the beginning of when I when things got so crazy for me when my when I lost so much vision. I found I found the Facebook group, and then I found your podcast. Oh, okay, and. It made me feel so much better. So much. Because now you get to hear, like, I find hearing, I like, I like, I always say when I'm on here, I always say, I like, like, when you see people talking about their, what they're going through on the Facebook groups, it's different than actually hearing their voice and putting that to everything and hearing their emotions and hearing what they're going through. And, and, uh, and, and we all, that's, if anything, yes, we all have different RPs and they call, you know, different things that cause our RP and there's so many different things going on. But the one that we can all relate to is that feeling, you know, that, oh my God, what am I going to do? And, you know, and, or is there ways I can do this and that? And then, you know, somebody else probably has already gone through that. So now you listen to their story and you're like, oh, well, they seem to be handling that pretty well. Okay. I'm all right. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah. that's why I like doing it it's like you know at least that was the reason why when I came up with that idea to do it it was like oh you know I like these things but what happens is a lot of people just scroll on Facebook I mean I'm guilty of it you know you see people talking about sure. our concerns and you're just like I don't have any answer for them so yeah. I can't you know and you feel bad but it's like hey, what, what, what do you want me to tell you you know I can't so it's a lot easier just to have those people on here and just it's and it's also almost therapeutic for them to like talk about it you know, so sometimes even at yeah. the end, they feel better just even sharing it because they know that it could either help somebody else, you know, or it just helps themselves, you know, just to get it out there. I mean, that's the whole point, right? So leave things 
better than the way we found them. So offering a place for people to share their story for someone else to hear so they don't feel so alone. And also we're learning from each other, just like what you said. Yeah, we all you have those, we all have these tips that we don't realize that would be really helpful. Like I do yeah. them probably every day that I don't share with people, but maybe that would help them. You know, you think that's the reason Absolutely. why I do the RP show and that's the reason why I do this is because there's probably things that we all do that we just don't realize it's probably something really cool. Like somebody else is probably wouldn't even think like, you're just like, Oh, I just do this, you know? And they're like, Oh my God, I never thought, you know, to just do that. Like, even like I mentioned using your phone at night, using the camera for night vision, you know, yeah. just yeah. simply because your phone, you can see it's brighter. So it's like, you can look inside your screen and see. So if somehow you were stuck somewhere and it's nighttime and you had to get back, you could probably get back home using your phone. Right. You know? So just that tip though, you know, I feel like, I wouldn't have think to share that. But then I was like, once I started doing it, I was like, I should probably tell people that because I think that's kind of cool. I don't know if everybody else has ever, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody else ever thought about that, but I mean, geez, I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, is this what night vision is like? Cause like in the screen, I can see, you know, if, like if I look at like, if I look out in the actual yard, I see nothing, <laughs> you know, I don't really see much. But if I take my phone and I put my phone out, yeah. oh, wow, I see the yard. You know, like, you know, it's, so right. it's like, is this, you know, this is night vision. Uh, so yeah, that little tip that could help somebody. Somebody could have gotten stuck somewhere, you know, and been like, oh, yes, yeah, I remember Mike said it's something true. about using your phone and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's how really the RP show came about was that same idea. It means Steve saying, hey, we've been spending so long having this condition and we've learned things over these years. Why not help the people that just got diagnosed, you know, who are like, um, what do I do? You know, what is this? You know, and now we have all that. We can now, now they have some place to turn to and, and, and get that information. And oh my God, it's so needed. And you guys are a dynamic duo. That yeah, is the, the best. The dynamic duo. You guys are doing, you're killing it. You're, I'm so, you. so proud of y'all and super happy because it's like I've sent that I have sent your podcast and the and the show to so many so many men especially um oh yeah you know I think we talked about that we're saying men men don't yeah men are not as open as women like Mm -hmm. yeah I I haven't really like I mean I have I've had a lot more women on my show than I've had men and it's like I think men are just more you know, reserved sometimes or more maybe that, you know, they're not all of them. I mean, because the men I've had on are awesome and they're all just, and they're cool about just, you know, sharing the information, but, but there are probably a lot of men out there that they're kind of hesitant about, you know, being on a show like this or sharing. Of that course, stuff. of course. So it's like, you know, yeah. but no, I mean, people like you are the reason why, you know, you know, Steve and I keep going and the reason why I keep going, because that's the, that's the feedback. I, I like to know that somebody out there is getting, you know, is finding this useful. Oh, it's so great. And there's humor to it. That's the thing is like, this is hard enough. Hell, we need some, we need to, we've got to have some laughter somewhere. (laughs) I always say it, you go either one, you go either way. You either be an, even other an a-hole or you either get bitter and you become an a-hole or you're just, you laugh it off, you know? We, we, I've heard yeah, plenty we of people who are moments, like, we're going to be all of it. Oh, no. I mean, I 
have been days where like I really don't want to be talked to. I've bumped into too many things. Yep. I've snapped at my wife a many times. <laughs> like, like, are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's she hears me knocking into something. Jesus Christ. Like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. Let me sorry, I don't mean to yell. I'm just having a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> Like I saw afterwards, I'll oh, calm yeah. down and be like, you know, I was just like frustrated. She's like, I know, I know. And I'm like, I'm like, it's just I'm just having a day. Yeah. But then there's times like, you know, I bumped into things. My son's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm good. I know. You just you just never know. It depends on how you hit it. It yeah. just depends on, oh, on how what level of, you hit. what's the level of pain. Man. Yeah, if you knock into something real good and you're like, ow. <laughs> Oh, the amount of concussion. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. Give me a second. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah. But geez, like, no, I've, it all depends on that. But no, like I say, but absolutely, we all deserve it. But we see it's okay to have that. It's okay to be like, hey, you know, I don't have to be a superhero every day. I want to take my cape off every once in a while. So, yeah. You know, if, you know, you know um, I know my son expects ask- me to be a certain way. He does. They do. I do. But you know what? This is where we get to change the way what parenting looks like because we get to show our kids that like this sucks. It's okay to have this. Yeah, right. (laughs) This sucks. And you know what? It's okay that this sucks. (laughs) It's totally fine. And when people ask me how I'm doing, my typical answer these days is like, I'm all of it. I'm really good and I'm really bad. (laughs) I'm sad happy i'm excited i'm nervous i'm all the things because we all are oh, yeah. no because I, I, I look at my sign now sometimes he's like even this morning he was kind of snotty this morning he's kind of down this morning or whatever but he's being kind of a debbie downer and every once in a while he's like that again and i you know instead of being like try to cheer him up or anything like that i just go like it's all right man you know uh, like it's okay so like good. he's like you're obviously yeah. having a day like you know I, I get it like like for some reason he'll just be like yeah why do we have to have thanksgiving I don't like Thanksgiving. Like, what's the <laughs> point of Thanksgiving? It's so boring. There's all adults and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, trust me, nine years old. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I go, you're not really gonna understand Thanksgiving until you get older and understand. Like, you'll you'll appreciate yeah. it when you get older. But but you know what? Yeah, have your have your moment. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Totally. Think, but you totally. know, I'm, as a parent, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, come on, man, you're gonna love it. Like, no, I mean, so many people might say that. Instead, I'm just like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> you know yeah good for you for switching that around because they uh, these kids need it they need to know that it's perfectly fine however they feel like yeah he'll he'll, he'll get he'll, he'll, if i try to like even if i have days where i'm trying to like convince him things are better or something like why do you have to have control of my feelings or something like, he's so adult for nine <laughs> like he's like why why do you why do you have to change the way i feel or something like i'm like oh okay i'm sorry all I'm right just, all right good i'm just trying point, to good- I'm just trying, I'm sorry I didn't realize I was talking to it like an adult now like uh, I know I have your feelings enjoy your you know you know just yeah. try not to get too out of control uh but no <laughs> well I want to thank you so much uh for being on today it was as expected I awesome uh, you know I, I figured it would be it's never it's always a good time Thank you so much for um having me on I really appreciate being able to share my story and I can't wait to listen to more episodes. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, listen up and, you know, because there's always a lot of good stuff out there. Especially if you, I know there's, I forgot his name, J, JC, I think something Laird. If you get to that one, it was a cool story like ever. Like it should be a movie. Ooh, 
JC Laird. I think that's his name. Yeah, JC Laird. He was from Yeah, he his stories and he has more. Like he he was we we just scratched the surface, and I swear to God, it could be made into a TV show. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow, man, this stuff is awesome. So, He's from Ireland. Yeah, I think it was. I think okay. he was. Are he moved there? I just remember that was part of his story, I think. But he had some really fascinating, like traveling stories and and uh, like survival. Cool. Like, oh, it was amazing. Like, you no. Know, and and this kid's like twenty three or twenty four. He was he was young. Yeah. I was like, dude, you and and he was like, I, when I asked him the question, like, what would you do? You know, if you got your vision back, he was one of the ones that was like nothing, because <laughs> he's like, I already done like I, I've been I've did, I've done more cooler things right now. Yeah. Than, you know. Yep. If I had my vision back, so he's like, I'm like, you know what? You're, you're, you. I, I can't disagree with you. I'm like, yeah, you've already great. done. I mean, you've, you've honestly already traveled to more countries than I ever have. I've never even been out of the country. He's like, you've already done. You've had, you had way more experiences in this short time in your life, and you're still in your early twenties. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't blame you for having that. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. So uh, enjoy cool. and uh. You enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. I will. You do the same. Thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And this has been another episode of Living Free with RP. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.